Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a mm, real POS? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into the one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers in line and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash theathletic, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash theathletic to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash theathletic. Hello and welcome back to an Andres Bedrins night. Uh, Goose, I heard and hadn't heard that one for a while. Uh, Steph Curry reacted very lively to seeing the giant picture of the, what is it, the, the Warriors 75-year celebration, the giant photos of the players they put up there. And it's Andres Bedrins this night. And Steph Curry comes up there post-game and says, Goose, Goose, Andres Bedrins. It was hilarious. Yep, uh, but the game was interesting. Uh, Warriors beat the Suns. Uh, well, they ended up winning by, I think, what, 22, 24 points. 11th straight double-digit win at home. They've just been dominant here. Obviously, break Phoenix's 18-game win streak. This wasn't a, a fully stocked Phoenix team. Devin Booker strained his hamstring the other night. Wasn't there. This is the second night of a back-to-back. A little bit more of a tired Phoenix team. Mikel Bridges leaves for part of the game because he injured his hand and uh, didn't do anything offensively. Uh, but still, within the game, you could just kind of see where Phoenix bothers the Warriors. And in small ways, they kind of solved it a little bit and, you know, run away with, you'd call it an impressive win. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it was a playoff kind of win. Not You know, I'm not saying it was just like the playoffs. I'm saying they had to dig in against a more tired team like there's different differences but they had to figure some things out be tough mentally don't like do the stuff they did in game one think it through and we've seen the Warriors the old classic Warriors I mean they figured out an opponent by game three or game four in a series Memphis is the one you think about Oklahoma City's another one and win you know five six seven whatever you know win the win those money games this is, was obviously not exactly like that, but it felt a little more like the Warriors figuring something out, playing smart. And like when I asked Steph about just kind of over the overview of how he's feeling, he obviously feels very good about this team. But it's interesting. He's like, you know, it's Wiggins. There's, a, you know, it's Jordan Poole. It's, you know, a couple players who are in huge roles who have never been a part of a championship team. Certainly not a worst championship team. And I think he and Draymond love that. Like, knowing they've got Clay coming, knowing they've got Wiseman coming, they've got these guys that they can count on, and it's Poole and Wiggins, I think, are, you know, the two that they're underlining. And you can throw Gary Payton the second. You can throw in Montrezl Scott Anderson. We'll probably talk about them a little bit. Had great games tonight. But 
for them, it's having Andre around and wasn't obviously playing these two games and having Wiggins and Poole as part of their main rotation who are not part of the championship uh, run, but they feel like are plugged right into it as mainstays. That's what makes them feel great about this right now. You know, you're you're watching these two Phoenix games uh, unlike other regular season games. It's the long view. It's the fact that, you know, as of right now, this is the 1-2 in the West. It's the clear two best teams right now. Well, you know, I'd loop Utah into it. But you're, you're thinking of what a playoff series. Yeah, Utah comment. We're just talking about these two teams now. And Utah's, hey, wait a minute here. We were, Utah's yeah. got a better uh, point differential than yeah. Phoenix. But anyway, um, you're thinking about what a West Finals might look like or even a second-round series, whatever. Um, and to me – you know, the takeaway from game one, the Phoenix win, is like what Phoenix's defense can do. And we talked about it the other night, so we don't need to get too too deep into that. But to me tonight, you know, on the flip side, it was what, you know, a, a Draymond Green small ball, fast, quick, versatile Warriors lineup does to, to you know, the the, the staying big Suns, the, the JaVale McGee, but really the DeAndre Ayton Suns. And I wrote about it a little bit, but look, we've seen with Looney now through two games. He, he only gets 17 minutes in the first game. He's minus 10, is very ineffective. The worst offense is ineffective when he's on the court because he just congests it up and, and it's tougher to trick Phoenix. You know, when, when Looney's on the floor, oftentimes they, particularly when he's with Draymond, they kind of need to trick their way into baskets and they do it well, which is harder against Phoenix. And then he just didn't really, like, you'd need him to really hand handle eight and if he's going to be out there he doesn't seem to really be able to do that so uh tonight he plays 15 minutes four fouls ineffective again and the fact that he only played 15 shows that steve kerr sees this right i mean you, you, lately he'd been playing 20 plus uh that's been throttled back in this matchup to me it's clear and if we're going to assume james wiseman by second round by the west finals is not still not going to be some like interior force that they're comfortable playing against eight and it's going to be draymond green against deandre eight and tonight Nine, 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 six, and three. And those six and three are, are six steals, three blocks. And, you know, I put a lot of the film in my postgame. He was just really good in all the eight in action, blocking out loops, reading, you know, pocket passes, uh, boxing eight and out to keep him off the glass, forcing eight and to take 18-footers, which the Warriors will take every possession. Uh, that that matters. And from the Phoenix side, that's probably what would concern me most. No question. And, and it's when the Warriors get into a tough spot, they put Draymond into it. Like, and then, and he has fixed it many, many times. I think what he does on this in this particular matchup is he plays a pick and roll and he switches on Nepal, but also is able to cover Aiton. That's like nobody does that. Like, there, I don't. I mean, we can talk about all the great defensive players in this league. Rudy Gobert does not do that. Uh, he, might, he might be able to try to trail and try to bother, but he can't. Like Draymond covers them both. Draymond will start on Chris Paul if he needs to. So he didn't yeah, tonight, but yeah. he can. Exactly. It's just this. And Looney gets caught in the middle. It's not. I mean, it sounds like we rip him a lot, and I do probably, but like that's hard. Like he does get caught in the middle where he's guarding Chris Paul. They drop it over to Aiden, so he's late over to Aiden. The help is 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 too small to help on Aiden, and yet it's not a problem with Draymond because he's guarding them both. It's just this miraculous thing he can do. Didn't do it so well in the game in Phoenix. He didn't play as great against Phoenix, uh, in Phoenix. But this one, he just—he was everywhere, swiping at the ball, stopping, you know, stopping drives, and in the meantime, not giving up the center position to McGee or to to uh, Aiton. It was Draymond as defensive player of the year. This is Draymond defensive player of the year in the NBA. Clear leading candidate. Uh, you know, you, I guess Gobert or Giannis would be the others, but it's it's Draymond right now and. I mean, Steph says it. Their identity is defense. Like, that's what they know they can do. 
And that's what they played in Phoenix. Actually, I mean, it was pretty good. It wasn't great. It was This was great. And that's their baseline, and they worked their offense in it. But the defense sets up that 3-3-3 that they got in the third quarter, right? Boom, it's close game, 3-3-3, they're up 11. Uh, and that was what? Wiggins, Jordan Poole, and Steph, I think, was those three. And that's how you, you your defense lets you hang around, and then you hit your explosive, and they go boom, 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 and then you're going to win a game, especially at home. But if I'm Phoenix, I'm a little worried about that. If I'm the Warriors, there are things, obviously, you should be worried about. Devin Booker did not play in the second half, by the way, of the game they lost. You know, the Phoenix has got guys. They come off. They come. Cameron Payne can hurt the. I mean, we've seen him hurt the Warriors in the past. He was like three of seventeen tonight. Yeah, he was not great tonight. But you know, they were forcing a lot of things. Uh, this is going to be a great match. I don't think either team has proven that they're better than the other one. I, I think it, it, this would be. I'll, I'll see. Other than Milwaukee, I think this would be the toughest matchup for the Warriors, and I certainly think that the Warriors would be the toughest matchup for the Suns. Like this is a perfect two teams looking at each other knowing that if all things being equal if all things happen the way we think it's going to be without injuries they're the best two teams that should face each other by the way we are saying this we worry about clay thompson <laughs> i mean that's that, that that is the amazing part of this uh but i think even steph was setting it up the Warriors might take a few steps back with clay like it's just 19 and 3 is crazy like well and, you and, know I mean, maybe might, record wise yeah, they might but... just drop a game you didn't think they were going to drop yeah it's not going to be their worst team it's just this is a high rhythm now where they're they got gp2 thrown in there they just got they can just come at you at these waves and it's going to be a little different with clay might be incredible but I, I think they're anticipating it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment just to make sure that they're not shocked if that's the way it goes looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. You know, in the NBA, uh, I don't want to say lucked into this schedule, but they they timed it up well, even if they didn't necessarily mean to. You get these two marquee games, even though no Booker, no Clay, um, at a good time. You know, this is as this is as hyped as an early season NBA regular season game. They flexed this, they flex this one, uh, and they flexed out of the Lakers Clippers, which is and that does shock even in the world where we know the Warriors are monster ratings. And believe me, at the Athletic, we know what the numbers say about the Warriors. To flex out a Lakers-Clippers game for this is fascinating. Worth it. I'm sure the ratings were great, but it does tell you the world knows. Like, this is the matchup to watch. There's well, a lot of stars on these two teams. Yeah, and where I would credit the NBA, they put this as a Christmas matchup. Yep. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't think they viewed it as, like, this is going to be the sparkling Christmas matchup, but, you know, it's going to turn out to be, and there might be a Clay Thompson in there. There should be a Devin Booker back for that game. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's good. You know, you mentioned earlier JTA and Gary Payton. They were probably the two role-playing stars of the night. I think they combined for 36 points off the bench. A uh, lot of energy from JTA after what really 
was a disastrous performance the other night. I think he had five turnovers in 13 minutes. Uh, and then Peyton wasn't a disastrous performance the other night. It was more of a, where is he? Uh, you know, I think he had five first half minutes while Chioza had nine. <laughs> Tonight, you know, the Warriors only have like nine, ten available players. And Chioza is deactivated. Yeah. Uh, he's in street clothes. He just, you know, they're saving a two-way day yeah. with him. Yeah. But that told you that going in, they knew like, no, Gary Payton's going <laughs> to play a lot more. And, he, and you know, you, you mentioned it to Steve, but, he, you know, he kind of alluded to it a little bit pregame. And then you saw it on the floor. I mean, Gary Payton was everywhere. I think it is a point of some discussion that Gary Payton should be playing more, uh, in, whether it's inside the Warriors coaching offices or just in conversation. Like they, the numbers are the numbers. I went through it a couple weeks ago. Like he's ridiculous. He's their most uh, plus player per minute, more than Steph Curry. He's probably like, the most in the NBA, to be honest. It's ridiculous. Uh, every time he plays, and even Curry mentioned this before, like, every time he plays, he's a plus, and sometimes it's a huge plus. Like maybe you don't love him offense. I think Kerr might get frustrated with some, him offensively because he doesn't dribble the well, ball. Well, he got pissed at him today for a couple fouls. Yeah, and... there's some things he does, but when you look at the balance of it. If you just look at how the team does when he's in there, they do better when he's in there than when he's not in there. And that's in a bunch of minutes now. This is not just a short, you know, small sample size. And I think it's been on Kerr's mind. Because sometimes he just throws these random lines out there and he tells you what's on his mind. He's kind of like just thinking about it. And it's a Gary Payton second should be playing 15 to 20 minutes every game. And he hadn't been for a couple. And it was Chris Chosen. You know, we know Kerr loves the ball handling point guard to keep things sane, not turn it over. Chioza does those was things. Was that deactivation from the front <laughs> office? I was like saying, did you have to deactivate him to make sure Steve Kirk didn't play? I, no, we're not saying that. But uh, I just think if he just commits to playing, I wrote this in the piece a couple weeks ago. Like he is not should not lose much of his role when Clay comes back. I'm like, there's just all the numbers point to him being such a positive impact on every single, almost almost every single game he plays. And sometimes it's a monster impact like this one. Like, it might be rolling around in Kerr's mind, and I think he's like he's gonna gonna commit to it. Like this was tonight was his commitment to it. Again, it might change here and there, but this guy just it's a positive every time he's out there, and things happen. The Warriors play faster. They get the turnovers. We see that open space for Steph. They can't clamp him, you know, in the transition game, and and, and I'll tell you that Draymond Wiggins, GP two, JTA foursome was a monster in that third quarter was just a monster on defense this is and you're going against chris ball like you're going against jandre and these are good players and they're just taking them totally out of it again they're tired not saying that this is always going to happen but that's a really nice force to be able to throw out against a, a very good team yeah, uh, other things. And then JTA has the uh, dunk on JaVale oh, McGee, yeah, which yeah. was, uh, you is know. Is that he, better than the Wiggins dunks on Cat? I think just because there's a little bit more with the Wiggins Cat. Uh, if we're just, like, judging it purely on dunks, maybe. I mean, he was going straight he at JaVale. Not, like, yeah. He rose up and, like, Wiggins didn't have that. Like, he literally, like, okay, there's a big guy in front of me, and he brings it back almost behind his head, maybe even behind his head. Yeah. That is a freak. And he, and. I don't think JaVale even touched the ball, right? It wasn't like he had to throw it through. Like, he just threw it on top of him. No, and I tweeted out his answers post-game, which were funny, and JaVale retweeted it with, like, I'll sign your poster or something like that. I mean, people can look at it online. Yeah, there's already been an interaction online. Uh, Also, JaVale's a better shot blocker than Cat. Yes. Um, And then uh, the other thing I was going to mention was Wiggins, you know, starts on Paul because Booker's not out there. He had the back spasms, which he kind of detailed. Wiggins is becoming a tiny bit better quote. Yes. Slowly and slowly, a tiny bit better quote. He's just warming up to 
you and me, Slater. That's he sees That's our it. smiling faces and he knows we're going to ask him good questions. Uh, but I'll just say, like having a, a wounded Wiggins gut through it and having a healthy Wiggins tonight, what a I mean, like he's important to the Warriors. Like you can say he doesn't. Sometimes he he doesn't seem like he's there. No matter what, he's important to the Warriors. That that position is so important for them, and a a lively, bouncy. Wiggins, who can finish and hit an open three, which he just, it was not possible for him last, last game. And it's a, it's a tremendous gut check for him to go through that play 34 minutes. Uh, After he a, said uh, he was trying to put his sock on and his back yeah, just like exactly. seized I up, mean, I was like, oh, that's not a good not sign. Not a lot of guys would have played that game. I, I mean, we know that. Not a lot I of guys saw him pregame. Yeah. He looked, uh, he looked yeah. so bad to the point of like I was watching Drew Yoder watch him and I was like, all right, I'm ready for them to give the signal of like can't go. And then he said he was going to go. I was like, okay. And then, yeah, he, he was kind of a negative in that game. Um, other than that, Tim, I, I'm going to get us out of here because there is another game in like, you know, basically 15 hours here. I will not be at that, that this game, but you will be there. I might be watching. Watching some college football. Tomorrow. I might be watching some college football in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Good thing. thing you had a nice break of the schedule. You get the freaking Oklahoma State game in the morning. Nine a.m. I will be watching Michigan Iowa uh, for a lot of reasons, and that game's at five. So that's what this. Well, game let me just leave you out with the, with the end of this homestand. It is Spurs in here tomorrow. Very they beatable might Spurs team. Might lose the All right, Tim's calling game. a loss, but you know, a very back beatable back Spurs back. team. That's all I'm saying. It's back to back after a very emotional. One. Okay, Spurs. But this is the rest of the homestand. Spurs, Magic, Blazers, Blazers without Lillard Blazers who just fired their GM and then obviously the Magic are a tanking team and the Spurs are you know they're a lottery team in the West Uh, if you just take care of business you'd be 22 and (laughs) 3 which is crazy so anyway uh, we will talk to you probably Monday or Tuesday As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.